Super Talk Mississippi media production. Talking to the people that help make the coast such a unique place to live. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. Uh, we're having a conversation with Mayor Billy Hughes, the mayor of Gulfport. You know, if there's a frontline um if there's a frontline leader that's probably under fire the most and have so many important decisions to make, it's the it's the mayors. So, Billy, let's let's come back to you. We were starting to talk about budgetary issues and whatever. But kind of set that up, but also let's talk about the various relief packages that are coming down and how the city may or may not be addressed in those relief packages and what you see as maybe some real challenges on the horizon. Yeah, um, that, that, that's you're, you're right about what mayors mayors tend to and city councils and uh, have to deliver on the front line. So whatever policies are enacted or adopted at the federal or state level, it's left to us to implement those. In addition to the ordinance we pass uh, from a municipality standpoint, and supervisors are much the same. And so um, the concerns with a downturn in the economy. Um, uh, people concerned across the board for not having jobs, not being able to work, and there's a reluctance to get out there and spend money, but even where it is, we're, we're anticipating a pretty big hit to our budget, and so we're having discussions along those lines. Uh, our, I mentioned earlier about having to invent things on the fly. Um, given the unprecedented nature of this challenge, this crisis, uh, our federal delegation has done a remarkable job getting relief out to the public, out to people. Um, in the CARES Act, which was the first act that provided the stimulus dollars, there was also a provision for, um, uh, uh, I think, some unemployment in there, support for businesses, but monies that went out, they went to the states to be distributed to the communities, the, the local communities. Uh, as cities, we've kind of asked, say, look, anything you send, why don't you just go ahead and send it to us, tell us what the restrictions are on the monies, and let us get it out quicker as opposed to have to go through these other filters. They did exactly that with large cities of 500,000 and above through this, and quite frankly, there are a lot of small and medium-sized cities that had greater challenges from a healthcare standpoint than some of the larger cities. I understand the critical mass of the large numbers of population, but the principle is the same. So. Our, our, our discussion, and there was another one, a municipal liquidity fund, which is a loan fund that's available to cities 250000 and above. This may be more stats than you want, but the fact of the matter is it's those of, most cities in America are well below those two numbers. And so if there's money given to individuals for the stimulus to help with loss of income, loss of revenue, if unemployment benefits are given to individuals for loss of revenue, if PPP plans are given to businesses for loss of revenue, the same standard should apply for cities. And right now we're restricted as far as spending it on masks and PPEs and uh, other expenditures that are related to, directly related to COVID. Well, I would argue <laughs> that loss of revenue is directly related to COVID. And so that's where we are as cities. And I'm with wearing my hat, not only as mayor of Gulfport, but municipal league president for Mississippi this year, making that same appeal, say, guys, if it's good for one, let's make the application where we kind of know where the monies need to be applied. So help us out there. That's where things stand. We haven't gotten a response, but uh, I think they're working at, in Washington on a new plan already, and maybe that will be incorporated. But that's where our concerns well, are. Yeah, let, let's hope so, because I, I, you you can already do run this thing forward and see that there's going to be a big hole to fill. And you know, the city is going to be, be facing some incredibly challenging, I mean, every city in America, for that matter, is going to be facing some really challenging budget 
situations coming forward. So, yeah, Billy, this is, uh, you know, this week we celebrate tourism. And I, I wanted, I couldn't get off without having just a quick conversation about tourism. With You and I talked about this before with 80% of the uh, visitors to the coast of Mississippi driving here. Uh, we've really got an opportunity to create the impression that this is a safe place to visit. What do you, what do you want to say about that? I think that's the absolute truth. It, it's, it, and it's really easy to talk about because that's what we've been saying all along, even before this this crisis that we're in right now. The um, A lot of folks, just, just look at the emplanements uh, as far as people not using airport, not using airplanes. They're reluctant to fly because of close proximity in those particular vehicles. But um, for us on the coast, and this coast in particular, Milton Cigar has it right that we're the secret coast, still one of America's best kept secrets. But the more people discover, uh, the better off they are and the better off we are. So I think we have a lot to um, educate folks about as far as this is an easy place to come to. You can get on the beaches without being crowded. Um, you know, what, what can you say about the food? We got the best cuisine in the world. There's just so many good things to discover here. So I really do think that we may be in a better position to lure people in because we are that drive-to market, Ricky, than some communities um, that may be too crowded that may have challenges that you do have to fly to get to. There's just so many reasons to be here on this Gulf Coast. You know, my early conversation with Milton Segarra, he was really, I mean, I'm talking about very early in the conversation. He was already locked on to, you know, we have this really unique opportunity to have all of our industry work together to, to virtually ensure that people can have a safe vacation. Then Linda Hornsby with the Hotel Motel Association, they're focused on making sure hotel rooms are clean. And then the casino industry is coming together and they're going to find their way to reopen. It's all going to be different, but if they can still enjoy a visit here and go out and enjoy our beach and maybe go fishing or whatever the situation might be, we're in a, we're in a unique position here in coastal Mississippi to take advantage of that. So, Billy, we're at the end of our time together, but I, I'll come back to you in a couple of weeks and just see how you're doing. And we'll stay focused on understanding how our city is going to benefit from some of these relief packages that are coming down because clearly they get this, that's got to be considered. Hopefully the governor and others are focused on that as well. But I appreciate your leadership and thank you for taking time to talk to us today. So everybody stay safe, be well, and stay smart. Okay, buddy. Take care. We'll, uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you. You can also listen live to Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on your Amazon Alexa devices. Once you've enabled the skill, just say, Alexa, open Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.